Hello and welcome to the Sparkcast. I am your host, Miss Spark, bringing to you episode three of The Era of Him under the Sparkcast, which is owned by the Spark Organization. We aim to raise awareness on sexual assault and harassment through modernistic ways. Caution, those below the age of 13 are not advised to listen to this episode, but if you still want to, please we recommend that parental guidance should be available. This is because there is explicit language being used in this episode, but please don't forget to share with friends and family and make sure to be the spark. Thank you. This is the story of Jack Williams, who was an Air Force drill sergeant in the U.S. If you report this, no one will believe you an Air Force drill sergeant told Jack Williams in boot camp. It was 2 a.m. in the sergeant's office, Mr. Williams recalled. The sergeant had just choked Mr. Williams, who was 18, until he passed out, he said, and then had raped him over a desk, while dozens of other recruits slept in the next room. It was 1966. The military had no response and prevention program, as it does today, and there were no protections for troops who reported assaults. Homosexuality was not just forbidden in the ranks, it was seen as a national security threat. If you came forward and said you were raped, people would have thought you were a queer or child molester. You were treated like it was your fault, said Mr. Williams, who now lives in Everett, Wash. After the attack, Mr. Williams said, he did all that he felt he could do. He took a shower and went back to bed. The sergeant raped him twice more during basic training, he said. Each time, Mr. Williams stayed quiet, determined to make it through boot camp. But as soon as Mr. Williams graduated, he reported what had happened to Air Force authorities, expecting them to jail his attacker and start an investigation. The anger still trembles in his voice decades later when he describes the Air Force's response. No investigator ever called me, he said. Nothing was ever done. Instead, his chain of command began to complain about his performance, he said, because the rapes had left him with damaged kidneys and a torn rectum, and because he was missing too much training in order to get treatment. He was soon forced out of the Air Force for being medically unfit, his service record shows. Today, veterans like Mr. Williams are coming forward in growing numbers to demand that the Department of Veterans Affairs provide treatment and compensation for the harm done to them. Some 61,000 veterans, including Mr. Williams, are now formally recognized by the department as having been sexually traumatized during their service, and the number of claims filed each year has surged by 70% since 2010. A monthly check is a poor compensation, though, for decades spent in limbo. I had a future, I wanted to serve my country, and I was good at what I did Mr. Williams said. That was all taken away from me. This is an account from Mr. Williams, who was a veteran from the U.S. Air Force back in 1966. Told a story about how he was raped and how the U.S. should start to take more accountability for veterans who have illnesses from their training. I believe that there is a lot we can take from this story. And I hope that it was as informative and educational as it was for me. I've opened up my mind to learn more, and I hope you're also doing that too. Um, Again, if you want to share your story, if you want to talk to me in any form, whether it's through calls or texting, our Spark sites and website is in the description below our socials everything in the description below if you want to collaborate or partner with us again 
just reach out. We're always, always willing to talk to you or help you. Don't forget to tell your truth and be the spark. Thank you.